0: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Movie Go Round, a film discussion podcast that rotates between different themes every week on a five week schedule. This week's theme, Around the World. Hello, my name is Brett Stewart, and joining me, as always, my two superb, wonderful co hosts from other parts of the globe. I suppose, of the world, of the of the country. We're all in the same country. Nicole Davis, how are you?
1: <laughs> I'm doing well, Brett. How are you doing?
0: I am doing well. And the movie we watched this week, as per our intro, is on a different part of the globe, was filmed in a different part of the globe. And it was interesting for me, having not watched much Bollywood. And it was your pick. But we're going to get into that after I introduce our other wonderful co-host, David Luzader, how are you? Uh, I'm doing well. I'm still struggling
2: with the feelings that I have from seeing the main character shirtless so often in this film. It's confusing when you see somebody that buff and just that Bradley Cooper looking something. Uh, Anyway, yeah, this movie, we're here.
0: Well, the movie was called Bang Bang. It came out in 2014. A chance encounter with a mysterious charmer leads to an adrenaline-filled transcontinental adventure for a mild-mannered bank employee. Uh, this was a Bollywood film that Nicole picked for our Around the World segment. This is something you were very excited about. It was a little bit difficult to find, but we were able to do so. Explain to the listeners why we watched Bang Bang.
1: I caught this on Netflix uh, apparently before it got into some sort of legal quagmire and was yanked off a bunch of streaming services, Um, and I thought it was the most delightfully over-the-top action movie I had ever seen. Um, The... Director leans into the tropes so hard it's ridiculous, and it's great how ridiculous it is, and uh, how lovingly he photographs both the male and female lead and. It's just, I, and I actually, I love the musical numbers. I don't always like all the, all the music in a Bollywood film, but this one is great. Uh, This is known as a masala movie. It's sort of a subgenre of Bollywood. Um, They call it masala because it has all sorts of different spices. It's, it's got some action and some comedy and some drama and some romance. And so that all mixes together um, into a masala type mix. And, uh, it's a crowd pleaser, you could say, and uh, like I said, I find it delightful, and I've seen it about four times now.
0: Well, this is wow. definitely a spicy movie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I said, I said in our pre-show that uh, this might be the sexiest movie ever made, just in terms of like aggressively, like over-the-top sex appeal of both leads and just everything happening around them.
1: Dude, you uh, need to get to more movies if you think this is the sexiest one ever made. <laughs> I mean, it's a sexy
2: movie. Let's not get ourselves wrong. There is here. some
1: sexiness to it. Absolutely. When
2: he takes his shirt off in the snow, I had to fan myself yeah. aggressively.
1: Yeah, I did not know a 12 pack was physically possible, He's the... but apparently he has achieved it. He built like an
2: upside down triangle. It's weird.
1: Yeah, uh, Hrithik Rashan is the male lead, and he has his own fitness brand. Um, called HRX and there's a reason for that.
2: Well, I, as I as I said in our Slack when I was watching this movie, I said this guy has not been in the same room as a carb in the last 5 years. <laughs> and I, that's that's true. I got to know what this guy eats and it's just got to be liquefied kale. <laughs> certainly Only explanation
1: liquefied kale and like what does the rock eat is it like cod and chicken oh, yeah. breasts yeah. And that's it
0: eight
2: ounces of cod every couple of hours yeah something like yes
1: that.
0: wow well uh he he is interesting in this movie it made me come to the realization that yeah maybe there could be an indian james bond why not just make him not even british anymore just hire this guy well,
2: the accent's about the same
0: so <laughs> uh yeah so he's he's in this movie And it's pretty intense. (laughs) So, Bang Bang is actually a uh, take on 2010's Night and Day, night spelled with a K, which was a Tom Cruise, Cameron Diaz flop. Uh, And by flop, I mean it was a Tom Cruise movie that made over 200 million dollars. So the box with a budget
2: of over 100 million. So that's fair. Yeah, it had to make a lot of money. Right. Um, I love how upfront they are in this movie about that, though. Like before the movie even starts. It's just like. Oh, by the way, this is based on Night and Day. Like, <laughs> here it is.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's one of the title cards as they're doing as they're running the credits.
2: Yeah.
0: So, so I have two. Which questions. Funny Oh, funny because. Okay. Okay. okay.
2: I was gonna say usually like they would sneak that in like in like the the credits at the end be like oh by the way based on Night and Day but like this one they're like yeah
0: no Night and Day. So <laughs> I have two questions to follow up with Night and Day. A, uh, why would you pick a box office flop to decide to? remake that is an inherently interesting question to me
1: because the same studio owns it so do they think it was going to uh, be Night and Day more was financially century successful fox and bang bang is fox star studios star. so it's a related
0: right but fox owns all sorts of properties why choose the summer's flop that's what i'm curious because about you can
2: rework it and make it
0: successful i suppose so maybe they learned from their mistakes of what went wrong with the first one and then my follow-up is Nicole actually watched Night and Day this week. So I'd, I'd be curious it's to know reason. what is similar about, <laughs> and what is different between the two films?
1: Uh, Well, I mean, th- the obvious thing is locations. Um, <laughs> Their meet cute is in an airport. And rather than just, you know, being drawn to the female lead because she's attractive, uh, Tom Cruise is actually using her as a mule. He deliberately bumps into her and stashes his, mcguffin in her suitcase um and oh gosh what else which which
0: it happens I mean, in it's, this movie it's as well
1: largely though. the same it's- the end thing takes place um does take place on a dock with the plane although they never get on the plane mm-hmm. um and the their MacGuffin is a perpetual, perpetual energy, energy battery which is in hidden inside a little knight figurine, which is Knife. one of the reasons it's, it's called Night and Day. Uh-huh. The other reason is because the uh, the Tom Cruise character's real last name is Knight. Um, so it's yeah. you know somehow I watched it and I'm like Tom Cruise is saying all the charming things and performing all the charming actions and yet not being charming in the slightest in this movie. He and Cameron Diaz have zero chemistry. Cameron Diaz just comes off as annoying. Um, So, and she's, oh, she's a mechanic rather than a bank receptionist.
2: I, yeah, I read the Wikipedia entry and was surprised actually how much they actually kept. Even that whole like conversation of like someday and the thing about his parents always winning the lottery which
1: right yeah which is how he so... secretly gets the money i think yeah um so they have a similar chase um through boston as the one they have in this movie with the bus and the motorcycle
2: there's a there's an island that, yeah uh that, yep, yep. Yeah, there's, there's a the hidden, the hidden island island sequence right so yeah i think it's actually surprising how much stuff i i discovered i was like well surely like they had to make this up for this oh no that's from Night day
1: no that's they just reworked it yep but i i think they reworked it remarkably well
0: well clearly because this was a highly successful film in india that's something we haven't pointed out yet was that is this what their highest grossing something or other
1: it was a very high it was a very successful movie in yeah. Bollywood, it made uh, about forty-two million it in was, USD, which is pretty damn good for that.
2: Mm-hmm. It was, um, as of yeah, uh, it became one of the best, highest-grossing Bollywood films of the year. Right. So it's yeah. not it's not like all time, but it was very successful in the year that it was out
0: okay excellent so let's talk a little bit about the film and get into it a little bit all of the action movie tropes there's a whole bunch of them Nicole put this in our docket and it leans into them at first I was like oh that's tropey and then I realized he's doing that on purpose
1: yeah I mean you've got okay so you've got the the, uh, good guy turned bad guy who's still secretly a good guy uh, slow motion walking away from things typically things that are on fire or exploding yeah uh, rooftop chase, car chases with unusual twists to them, love at first sight with the female lead, uh, dozens of cannon fodder bad guys. The hero's guns work perfectly, even after being underwater for extended periods. <laughs> the guns in this movie
2: <laughs> drove me insane. They either never ran out of bullets or ran out of bullets like just like the exact right time. And everybody's aim, everybody's aim in this movie is impeccable. Like that scene with Harleen in the car when he's threatening her. And so he shoots twice and the shots are inches away from her face. Yes. <laughs> like the next one goes right. Nick, like by all accounts, she should have been shot straight through the head. If that was the case anyway,
1: <laughs> that's just yes. that's
2: infuriated me. <laughs>
1: Uh, let's see. The hero has a tragic backstory. Damn. The hero can get any gadget, drive any vehicle, and the fight vehicles. with any object. Vehicles <laughs> in this movie.
2: <laughs> the race car. That's a highly specialized vehicle. That's a Formula One race car. How would he know how to perfectly drive that?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: because he's the hero of this movie. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the female lead is determined to fix a broken aspect of the hero's life, and she becomes, although she is uh, shy and unassuming at the beginning, she becomes a plucky heroine by the end. So, those were all the ones that I that I chalked up. I'm sure there are many more.
2: Yeah. Yep. That's that's I think just scratching the surface of it.
1: But what? yeah, but the, oh, my favorite part of this movie though is like every time the hero needs to make a heroic entrance. It's amazing. Like when they they refer to who could have stolen the Koh-i-Noor diamond, what sort of person would it be? And then you see him like slow motion walking out of the shadows in a hoodie in the rain and the light suddenly goes boom and lights up his eyes on the the music cue and he flips the diamond up in the air. <laughs> like it's <no> <laughs> Off his thumb like he's flipping a coin.
2: Right. <laughs> Just
1: he, you know, out on the street, whatever. When
2: he comes out of the water <laughs> on uh, those like hover the flyboard board things, yeah, it's, yeah,
1: yeah, It's a flyboard. It's like a water hoverboard dooicky that involves a backpack that we have seen nowhere. <laughs> um, <laughs> and he's suddenly like wearing this do rag on his head that has come out of nowhere. And where's the diamond he, when these
0: things are happening? That's
1: <laughs> yeah. Or well, a fake and when diamond, he comes, when he, it, it's in the magical cube. Um, which he, makes he wouldn't you wouldn't
0: be able to twist it
2: based on how no, that thing is
1: built, I know I know, but it's cool looking right yeah, so that's let's, what's important let's is talk that it be cool looking like, like oh, the car chase when he shows up on the motorcycle, jumping over the car behind the one that the <laughs> that the curl is in, and he just pops up over the car on the music cue and I'm just like, this movie is perfect. I love this movie so much.
0: <laughs> well in regard to that flyboard, uh, I do want no to go back for a second because yes. this man did all of his own stunts, uh, which is impressive when you look at all the stunts he, in the movie. All. He almost all he didn't do all, all the vehicle stunts. He took he took that he a, did a do all few the water from, stunts from Tom Cruise, but uh he did the water stunts as you just said and damaged his brain <laughs> when <Yeah. laughs> when flying that flyboard. Uh, what did he get? Not a concussion. He got like a.
1: I had a blood clot. Removed. He had a blood had clot, right removed. in his
0: brain, and he he they I had that's the, why go- his
1: hair is a different length in a couple shots.
0: <laughs> oh my god!
1: Yeah. Wow. He's a determined guy. <laughs> I suspect Tom Cruise is like one of his film heroes.
0: Yeah. So. Say what you want about Cruise. Cruise does like to forgo the stunt double as much as he can. Uh, yeah, that that was impressive to me, eh? question mark.
2: Though I, I will say, since this does beg the comparison of Tom Cruise movies, um, I got to say that uh, Herthic Rashan does not look as good on a motorcycle as Tom Cruise. For some reason, when Tom Cruise is on a motorcycle, I am like, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> This one I was just like yeah yeah that's fine he's on a motorcycle whatever
1: mm-hmm. and, uh, and I think Hrithik Rashan runs better though
2: <laughs> I was going to get into the running that is a Tom Cruise <laughs> staple
1: it is it's in Night and Day you get a shot he of him runs. running
2: yep <laughs> he likes to run
1: he does yes so yes.
0: but it's a very tropey movie and it leans into all of yeah. them all of those are intentional uh the the most the most aggressive trope to me is the is the the heroine that was previously you know entirely timid and afraid of the situation, uh, almost to a ridiculous degree at the end that she now has learned enough by watching him that she can break him out of a hospital.
2: A hospital in what is you know, whatever is the secret service of of the movie, um, which gets her out of, gets him out of there. No problem. They do not get pursued. Uh, the, yeah. the only thing I could think of while they're in, you know, they're at his parents' house at the end. There, so like this is all great until you're all going to prison. Right? <laughs> he is getting at least court-martialed, and she is going to prison. <laughs> There's <laughs> no way it's like, and now happily ever after.
0: Yeah, the, I, I thought I thought the movie would get because Nicole told us to wait till the song in the credits, and I thought that maybe it would be yeah. like, hey, and we lived happily ever after. It doesn't really do that though. So I'm left no, wondering. No, I didn't like, say that
1: because there, there's no postscript after the credits. So I just didn't want you to miss the video at the end because oh, it's the last okay. musical number. Uh,
2: what? Well, just before that thing, though, when she finally fires a gun on everyone, and I have to talk about this in this movie. Yeah. When she fires the gun on the plane, and the bullets yeah. are apparently incendiary bullets, suddenly everything on that plane is on fire.
1: Well everything in the plane is clearly quite flammable because it catches fire at the drop of a hat. Yeah, anything that, that her like
2: anything that she shot was suddenly on fire. Like, there was yeah. no there's no show of like, oh, there's a gas leakage that she like ignites right. with a bullet. No, it's just suddenly everything is in flames.
1: And it's totally <laughs> by accident. She's firing the gun to try to get everybody to duck and get away from her. She accidentally kills three guys and starts a fire on the plane. Yep. Yeah.
2: And then of quick, I also didn't get, I, I don't think there would be an axe in a plane, even in like a glass case.
1: <laughs> thank <laughs> like
2: you. Thank you. Busts and like uses, to like break her out. And I get they wanted that last shot of him driving the axe into the guy's chest. But it's like, I'm pretty <laughs> sure no plane is going to be like, uh, in case of fire, in case you need to break down the wooden doors of the plane, <laughs> here's an
1: axe.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think so. I yeah. think so.
1: It is a ridiculous movie. I fully is. acknowledge and embrace that. It is a ridiculous movie. Well
0: well talking about ridiculous things in this movie, let's let's talk a little bit about Harleen constantly getting slip date rape drugs. Um <laughs> So the female league gets drugged well, four times. We so.
1: don't know that that's what she's getting slipped, but she is constantly getting sedative slipped to her. Yes. Yeah.
0: She gets um, drugged, but, it, but it's never she gets
1: drugged with sedatives three separate times and then once with truth serum.
0: But it's never been more considerate to to knock somebody out <laughs> with a sedative than it is at least in the first like time or two that happens to her. Yes. Uh yeah. yeah the third
1: time it's the bad guys that sedate her so that they can get her to their secret desert hideout
0: right uh and then and then there's the truth serum true serum Uh, now the truth serum also apparently makes you high like yeah
1: yeah that's (laughs) that's at least in movies it does yeah makes you high and it makes you talk about everything
2: it's not like it's not the truth serum in the sense of like whatever i ask you you're going to tell me the truth it's like you're going to now babble incessantly about everything (laughs) and like all your true feelings right and really in opportune times in this weird desert base where he uses that Batman technology to set bombs everywhere. It's the same thing from The Dark Knight where he sets up the explosive.
1: All right, the bomb gun. The bomb. Where it actually, like, shoots the, the explosive <laughs> charges onto the wall where Let, they stick.
2: Okay, the guys with the chain belts. <laughs> so what glad he that
1: brought that? up the chain belts. The guys with the, I thought it was just the one guy with the there chain.
2: There were two of them. There were two There's of the them. one that he, like... <laughs> That, like, beats him up in the desert thing, and then when they are on the highway, there's another guy with a chain belt.
0: Yeah, the chain belt. So why don't we give a plot rundown for those completely unfamiliar with the insanity we're talking about?
1: okay so the movie opens at uh the building that's informally known as the gherkin in london uh it's the sort of pickle-shaped glass building there's a prisoner extradition that's taking place with uh Viran nanda who is a military man picking up omar zafar who is a a crime lord of some type um zafar turns the tables uh is sprung with the help of his underling hamid ghul kills Virananda on the way out of the building and they and um, in order to ruin the extradition treaty that's being hammered out between the UK and India, uh, Zafar commissions the theft of the Kohinoor diamond from the Tower of London. Uh, so that is uh, Rajveer Nanda, played by Hrithik Roshan, our hero. Um. And then, all so from London, we switched to Harleen in Shimla, India, which is in the foothills of the Himalayas, which is why you see mountains in the backdrop and it's snowing all the time there. Um, We're introduced to Harleen in the shower, by the way. It's like, welcome to our heroine. She's very clean and naked and wet. Um, Although you don't get to see anything because this is an Indian movie. Um, So she works at a bank. She's being uh, condescended to and harassed by her new boss. Uh, She is lonely and um, signs up for truelove.com, an online dating service. Um, Let's see. Rajveer has come to India to um, turn in the diamond for money to the underlings of Omar Zafar. Uh, they decide to take it by force and not pay him. Rooftop chase. He happens to be crossing the plaza where the restaurant is that Harlene is waiting for her date. So uh, he is totally love struck, walks in, introduces himself as her date. Um, they hit it off. There is a musical number. Explaining how much they're hitting it off, and
2: we should explain at this point: we are not twenty minutes into the movie. This,
1: oh, yeah. no, 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 this is moving the, right along. Yeah, and the
0: first, <laughs> the first musical number is forty-five minutes into this movie, which and kinda, arguably shit. the best musical number. Let's be honest. Yeah, it's a great musical number.
1: It is. It's called "Too Many." There's a point in the in the song where he jumps up and And like fireworks everywhere there are like (laughs) firework guns that go off behind him and it's great um so let's see so he has to disappear on her because the bad guys are coming um she's upset that he disappears but she's she's gonna get over it clearly uh she hits him with her car as she's coming down the mountainside after he's run from the bad guys, she has to hold the flashlight while he stitches his injury uh, that the bad guys gave him. Then he takes his shirt off for no reason I can figure out, shakes it, and then puts that's, it right that's back part on. part of the
2: movie. I don't <laughs> know what he means by no reason.
1: <laughs> and he drugs her for the first time uh, <laughs> as he's warning her about the guys that are going to come after him because now that she's been seen with him, he's worried that they're going to They're going to come after her. Um, So the next morning, indeed, the government alien someplace safe. Um, She finds a gun in the car and threatens with the people. And then Rajveer pops up on the motorcycle in the middle of traffic. The music cue kicks in. There was a car slash bike slash bus chase. um, And she has to come with him after that um, so that he can protect her. She's freaked out now. She's upset. She's not as trusting of him. They fight at a Pizza Hut, where we have blatant product placement because he's ordering pizzas and Mountain Dews yeah, uh, by name.
0: Really quick, just interjection Everybody here. I mentioned this in our pre-show. Don't. No one in the audience. Don't just assume someone wants your disgusting acid sugar drink. Like, <laughs> just well, don't. And people assume. also have
2: to know pizza hut in india is way different from like whatever you're imagining pizza hut is here it's like a sit down thing there like that was a nice looking pizza Hut in the middle of nowhere on like the side of a mountain right it was really confusing yeah. as to the location of this really nice pizza hut
1: <laughs> i'm assuming it's a ski resort maybe i don't know but in any case uh the continue. bad guys come for them again in the pizza hut So uh, the hero drugs the heroine again, Mm -hmm. shoots her with a dart gun, grabs her, jumps out the window of the mountainside pizza hut, apparently into a bottomless chasm. Uh, But obviously they're safe because we then cut to a travel montage that is just before uh, the the intermission of the movie. Oh, right. There was an Uh, intermission
2: in the middle of this movie.
1: This is very common in Bollywood movies. Bollywood movies tend to be very long. It is, I don't think I've ever seen one that's less than two hours long, and it c- generally goes somewhere between two and a half to three and a half hours. So there's almost always an intermission. Um, so let's see. They wake up on the tropical island in different clothes. Um, the Rajveer is wearing shorts and a lot of oil apparently a lot of oil uh well oiled and he's <laughs> chopping wood with a hand axe so that he is flexing a lot yeah he is um <laughs> and david is a david special moment.
2: i'm salivating on the couch there
1: <laughs> get a
2: mop over here it's ridiculous
1: um yeah and then he he's he has to put up some. He puts up some sort of shelter. Starts cooking. Somehow he has all the. Where does he get all these cooking supplies on this remote tropical island?
0: He makes uh, them. But, he's very um, handy.
1: Harleen ruins the the sanctity of the island because she makes a phone call to her grandma, which the bad guys instantly, I mean instantly, get a hold of the signal, find the number, able to send troops there within about mm, ten minutes. <laughs> So the bad guys show up on the island. Uh, Rajveer defeats them with his mad skills, finds out that Omar Zafar's number one underling is at the Bel Air Hotel in Prague. Uh, they have to escape uh, Harleen with like a mini jet ski kind of thing. Ski do? I think
2: it's a ski do. Through ski the do, water, yeah, like both called. above
1: and below the water, you can use it. And it's uh, not clear where has she got this, this water hoverboard doohickey um and guns that magically work perfectly even though they get soaked repeatedly uh they get to Prague on a train harleen muses about how her simple life has turned into an action movie but she's not scared anymore because she trusts him um she finds out that his one day is going home um there's another musical number where they're falling in lust as well as love apparently oh, God, because this is the number. very very sexy musical number oh, oh I missed the second musical number it happened the second something. one was for just saying if how great It this sounds
0: long winded this is a two and a half hour movie
1: yes it is uh, so during the third musical number somewhere in the third musical number they jaunt temporarily to Santorini and then back to Prague It's um, <laughs> just a
2: quick, quick day trip they just catch the train quick
1: day trip Everybody does that. Um, he let's see. So Rajveer dresses up to go meet the Hamid Ghul, uh, and Harleen is determined to go with him this time. Uh, they have to do the canoodling in a doorway to avoid police suspicion. Act. Um, they get to the hotel. The hero is magically awesome at gambling for no reason. Um, that is not how roulette works. He,
2: that is not. You cannot.
1: No, ever, it is not. Oh, <laughs>
2: you yeah. Correctly predict roulette based on previous. Uh,
1: yeah that's not that's not how it works that is not how odds work
0: uh, i just (laughs) want to throw out here that having previously spent the last week in vegas for work if you go to a roulette table in in vegas um and i had not seen this before but i found it hilarious they have notepads out for you to sit there and catalog what has previously come up on the spinner which just feeds that like weird gambler's fallacy of it eventually landing on the one you wanted to based on pre Oh, okay okay it's right. That's not how that works. <laughs> it's a game of
2: complete chance. Does, there's no way.
1: Right. So But he's he's this uh, cool. Let's see. He's this one. So the hero meets and oh, sorry. The hero meets and kills the secondary bad guy, Harleen gets picked up by the authorities, told that Rajveer's a liar, she swings to not trusting him again. I don't know what's wrong with this woman. Um, he sets off her tracker on purpose, jumps off a bridge and everybody thinks he's dead. She goes to visit his parents' house uh, that he kept looking at on Google Earth. <laughs> she finds out that Rajvir used to be a swim champion who could have lived through the bridge jump. So she starts to believe he's alive. As she's returning home, she gets picked up by the authorities again, drugged and taken to the desert. Um, she's given truth serum. Rajvir shows up, gives his speech to Zafar, that the, the same one that his – turns out his brother – was the guy at the very beginning of the movie who was going yeah, to that was pick up Omar Zafar? That
2: was- right.
1: <laughs> so he gives this speech about how noble it is to die for your country, and he's got no regrets. And um, the compound starts exploding <laughs> as they're escaping. You know, the drugged, the doped up Harleen confesses how exciting she finds him. Complains she's too boring. Uh, they have a bike chase. He throws her on the front of the bike, facing backwards. Yeah, there's shooting some behind like
0: Kanye them. West, Kim Kardashian, "Bound to" music video stuff going on in the middle of this movie.
1: Well, this was this was in Night and Day as well, where she's okay. on the front of the bike shooting behind. Um, they get thrown off the bike. She's taken hostage again <laughs> until Rajveer can get the real Kohenor. After Zafar is out of sight, he overpowers the goons and escapes.
0: Right, because but you're also Goes missing one of the you're also missing one of the big plot points, oh. which is that he oh, what I is missed. actually with like the you know British secret intelligence. Oh yes, and so that's how we know the, that
1: he's that he's the good guy, right? Because he's secretly with Indian intelligence, who's trying to capture Omar Zafar, right? Um, and not actually give him the Koh-Noor diamond. Uh, so let's see. So, Rajveer overpowers the goons and escapes. He goes to follow Harleen and Zafar. Chances upon a Formula One car. <laughs> so, he is able to catch up with them. Uh, finds the plane that they're on just before it takes off. Shoots it with a harpoon gun. So, he ends up water skiing behind the plane. Uh, which he did. R- Harithik Roshan did his own water stunt here. And he did the water skiing. He practiced for like hours and hours a day to learn how to do this. Um, he does eventually get on the plane, kills Zafar. As the plane explodes, he gets thrown from it, loses consciousness. Harleen saves him. He wakes up in the hospital, is told by his boss he can't go home and see Harleen again. But after the boss leaves, Harleen drugs him and smuggles him out. There's another travel montage. Uh, they eventually get to his parents' house where he gets to reconcile with them, presumably stay with Harleen and live happily ever after. So yeah. that's <laughs> that's the movie in a nutshell. Yeah, so, OK, it is. I apologize for that taking so long.
2: No, it but actually this, is fine because really you know,
1: this movie, this, long. This now you've movie, all got some context for all the nut nutty stuff that we are talking about.
2: Uh, this movie is it does <laughs> really just, kind of test. You know, every test
1: time I mind. watch this movie, I am struck by the remarkable number of times that people get drugged in this film.
2: I God, I wish like, someone could. get
1: this stuff? Someone could drug me
2: through part of Isn't it bad
1: it? for you to be drugged repeatedly? And wind machine. Oh yes, they they really like using wind machines. Yes. In this movie, I've noticed that as well.
0: Yes, they do. Now let's talk a little bit about sexually progressive grandma. Uh, There is like, yeah. So Harleen has a grandmother that really just yes. wants to set her up on Tinder and have her explore her world. Um, <laughs> like, she really wants her to go out there and meet her Mr. Perfect, and she also thinks it's going to happen immediately and on the first date. And I'll, hey, okay, why, right. why would you also go on... I'm just ba- I'm backtracking now. Why would Not you fine. go on an anonymous internet date to a fine dining restaurant when you haven't even seen the person's photo? That is what yeah, no pictures. This is what coffee shops weird. are for. Like
1: Yeah. Well yeah This is only something that would happen in Hollywood because every woman I know would make sure they saw a photo, make sure to meet somewhere very public, make sure to tell like five people who they're going to be with, mm-hmm. what their license plate number is, <laughs> and uh make sure that if they don't check in after a certain time to call the police. To yes. be fair, I don't yeah, know they, if Harley
0: knows five people, uh, <laughs> but yes, <laughs> That's
1: true. It does seem like she has no friends, well, despite being pretty and personable.
2: Right, so. and she's well, and she's like well liked in her office. People there seem to like her. Um, though don't worry this movie will introduce side characters that will either never get mentioned again or show up for about two seconds and then just disappear entirely what it happened to the grandma at the end Harleen apparently just abandoned her to go save this guy from a hospital <laughs> uh,
1: where? I don't know maybe she uses like his spy contacts to put her in witness protection or something
0: <laughs> I thought I you were going to say put, her, put her, her in a home <laughs>
1: That uh,
2: poor old lady just wanted her granddaughter to get some, and <laughs> I mean, I guess she is.
1: Yeah, at one point she says, "When I was your age, I had at least thirty affairs." Excessive quality control isn't good.
0: So. Yeah. Uh, the uh, so also, also, the I like how the, the movie, actress. as as Nicole said, you know, they don't show anyone naked, which I assume is a, is a is an Indian culture thing, as you alluded to. Um, but they're they are cool with the promiscuous grandmother. But not cool with there really being more than like maybe one kiss in the movie. Like, like their relationship is largely platonic for like, they kiss when they're, when they're, he's like, I'll teach you how to kiss. Oh, Um, right. When they,
1: when they have to do the canoodling in a doorway to avoid the police. Right,
0: right. But like, but like their, their relationship is largely like flirty platonicness for the entire movie, even after that kiss to an extent. Like, it doesn't really go down that road very much. We never see them sleep together. We never see and I'm not that I'm saying I want yeah. that. I'm just saying like like Hollywood in America well, would do they, that.
2: They do hint that they have seen each other naked while the other one was passed out. Oh, <laughs> you know, yes. while the other one was <laughs> drugged. <laughs> yep.
0: <laughs> There's that. That's
1: a thing that happens. Uh yeah. Yeah. Well, let's see this is something that I that I've been picking up from watching Bollywood movies is that they have, they generally have like a a a sexy musical number to take place of an actual sex scene or Mm. to make sure you know that they are attracted to one another.
0: So okay, so so in regard to those musical numbers,
1: actual kissing.
0: Right now, in regard to those musical numbers, I have two questions, and this comes from someone who doesn't watch a lot of Bollywood. Um, My first question is are the musical numbers fantasy or part of what's physically happening a car, or a mix of happening. both
2: there i mean it's i guess it's, it's, kind it's, of a, it's mix a mix of, of both right? because like that because that, that
0: first one like that seems to have actually happened to some degree yeah like they, he has to stop
2: things because there's those people walking down the street um yeah it's it's kind of a mix like they will use it like uh, Nicole said as metaphors for like sleeping together or like you know they're falling in love sort of montage okay. or like daydreaming but there are times where it's like yep this is exactly what's going on right now
0: and, <laughs> and, then, and then B right,
1: uh, like the second musical number where she's on her way to work and she's uh, daydreaming about she's, it. She's daydreaming about how she's falling for him. And then she's on a tire swing over a snow covered valley for no reason at all. Oh, yes. It's, it, that, that musical number is the most random location. They're oh, like, in a
2: maze seen. at one point, <laughs> I think.
1: <laughs> they go in, yeah, they're in like a hedge maze. And then they're on a, a temple in Tibet or something. And then they're on a. Is it like the prow of a ship or a lighthouse or something? Yeah, it's like a lot. frozen railings.
2: Random, random different it's places. It's bananas. <laughs> oh, uh, hey, remember earlier when I mentioned that they were gonna maybe do like a prequel sequel to this film? I think I said this before the show. Uh, no, it's already been made. Oh, really? Uh, it's What's it called? The Gentleman. Um, it's not. So I guess it's not the same guy, but it was. Uh, however as they reveal that during the development of the sequel they decided to make it a standalone and the movie was changed to a gentleman okay so there were going to do a, a character um yeah anyway so there was going to be a sequel but there wasn't
1: cool Gotcha.
0: well uh yeah yeah uh, <laughs> the, the, the musical numbers in this are very interesting to me because the other question I had was uh, what started this tr- why I just like that's my question is like culturally what is so appealing not to say I don't like them I think they're sometimes can be very well done and I think there's a couple instances of that in this movie but what is the cultural appeal of having dramas that are otherwise like could be perfectly fine without musical numbers but have over the top musical numbers especially when it's like 40 minutes in like this movie could have never introduced it and would have been fine. Not to say it's worse off with I, it, but I'm curious.
1: You would have to ask somebody from India, because I honestly, I do not know and would not want to presume to speak as to why that is the case. Um, but I enjoy it. <laughs> uh, yeah,
2: so. yeah, I there are quite, there may be quite a few reasons for this. There are not many bands that perform music on a large scale. Uh pressure from producers so i'm so, sorry i tried quickly googling this to see if there was anything um musicals from hollywood are popular I, uh, so there's nothing really i guess a really a clear-cut explanation um it's just something they did in you know when movies when cinema came, became a thing in india and just kind of hasn't gone away um i mean you, have, right. you know you think like in the
1: u.s yeah you
2: think back. Yeah, mall films back uh, when talkies were a thing, a lot of them were musicals. And um, and that eventually faded out here, where it looks like in Bollywood films, it just kind of kept going.
0: Yeah, yeah, that looks like it. And also there's some intricate, you know, to, to me, also doing a quick Google search, the hand movements and the neck and head movements and facial expressions and foot movements. Uh, those are all symbolic of different things in Indian culture. Um, so, yes, yes, that is I that's mean, neat. I one like of the them.
1: reasons that I picked that I picked this to be like the first Bollywood movie we looked at is because the musical numbers are uh, much more of like a Western fusion. They're they're sung a lot more in the Western style than in the traditional Indian style. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought it would be a good a good gateway, and maybe we can get into some of the more some more traditional music later um but i mean this is a big part of bollywood movies is the music a lot of times they've got albums that are released coinciding with them the people who do music for movies become famous and get called upon to do it repeatedly
2: yeah yeah okay you have to be like a triple threat in in bollywood you have to be able to sing you have to be able to act you have to be able to dance. Well, maybe not you sing though,
1: because they don't to even be able to sing. Right, they oh, don't even try forms. to mask
0: that they're lip-syncing. It is atrocious. Yeah. They... I guess, yeah. And this one, no. Uh,
2: yeah. There are others that are very popular. Certainly, yeah, singing and, and whatnot. Um, but yeah, I mean, you have to be very talented. Where here, you can um, you can be Nicolas Cage. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Which we uh, shout, shout out to uh, to last week's film. Uh, or, or was it the week before? Lord of War. We watched it. Lord
2: of War was a recent. <laughs> but yeah, look, I'm I i I'm not saying that Nicolas Cage can't sing. I just don't want to hear him sing. Let me just put it in that. There in you go. Right. I'm sure he is physically capable of it. <laughs> um, It's just yeah, going back to the singing thing, though. It does seem like it is just a cultural thing. Right. Um, it's just part of ingrained in it's entertainment. It is also, you know, if the song becomes popular, Hey, that's more money for the film. Uh, and you know, as we talked about Bollywood films are long. What's a great way to pad out your movie, add three or four songs that are five minutes each (laughs) and, uh, just make it entertaining.
0: Absolutely.
1: Yeah. And I mean, this, this movie had, you know, the songs were done by a songwriting team called Vishal Shikar. Uh The score was done by Salim Suleiman, which is another songwriting team, of two brothers. Um, I love the score to this movie, by the way, it's all, you know, electric guitar kind of stings and um, electronic. And I, I really enjoy the heck out of it. Um, It's trophy, but
0: as is the rest of the movie, which is what it's going for. (laughs) And that makes it kind of fun. You know, I think think the the grandest absurd scene in the movie, as we've touched on numerous times now, is him pulling up in a motorcycle in traffic behind her as she is being abducted for the first time. Uh, And it is so absurd. But the musical sting when he enters, I was just like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> this is yeah, happening. It's like slow-mo,
1: musical sting, pops up on a motorcycle. I'm like, ah, oh, this movie has everything.
0: It, it, is, it is quite a movie. It is quite like I a movie. Said,
1: the, the director leans into it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I also just want to so, throw out the that today I learned I when reading the plot synopsis of Night and Day, that the man who directed Night and Day also directed my favorite movie of 2017 logan yep. so oh,
2: james bangold yeah he i mean he wrote uh wrote logan he directed 310 to yuma i mean he is a good director who just uh slumped it up a little to make a you know
1: yeah i don't know what happened to him on night and day i oh, think night and day he was feeling totally well like... for several weeks or something. <laughs> something
2: he did um uh what's that the, the johnny cash movie i uh, walk the line is also Wait, he did walk the line? Film.
0: yeah oh wow i love walk the line okay excellent. Uh, that is so cool. Okay, excellent. Uh, go ahead. Look, I just want to point people. I know we're we're kind of moving past this point,
2: but there is on time uh, the Time website from 2003. There is an FAQ of uh, Bollywood movie frequently asked questions. Why don't the actors kiss on the mouth? Why do they sing and dance? Why don't the actors sing? And why can't they go? There's about ten questions on here, and I think several of them came up. Uh, so it's very interesting. If people want some of those answers that we kind of don't really know you can find them on the <laughs> time website
0: <laughs> okay throw that in our in our uh, slack and i'll put it in the show notes yeah. okay mm-hmm. excellent so let's move on a little bit we we touched on blatant product placement a tiny bit but it's all over this movie there's the pizza hut there's mountain dew what is the there's prog frog. commercial
2: Pro, well, no, like, just when they first go to Prague, it's like, here's all these shots of Prague buildings. Oh, right, right. And then, like, just, like, all these scenic Prague locations. It's like, you know, they they went to the Prague Tourism Board, and were like, yeah, hey, right. guys, we want to film here. How about some tax breaks?
1: <laughs> right. Here's this. Here's this little famous island. Here are these, you know, high... High-priced restaurants and hotels, yeah. and please right. come to Prague. It's awesome. Right. It's
2: like if you, you know, you could imagine the middle of a Jason Bourne movie where he just like suddenly gets on a little motorbike and starts going around all the nice parts of the town <laughs> that he's about to like beat someone up with a book in, being like, "Look at all these wonderful places!" Punch, punch, Jason Bourne. <laughs> uh that's and right. one thing yeah. that's
1: impressive about I this mean, movie i mean they pulled in a hollywood action director yeah the, yeah the action sequences here and
0: they well. filmed a ton of this if not almost all of it to my understanding on location you watch the credits of this movie and it's like usa crew Prague crew abu Dali- abu dhabi crew and there's like 15 different crews like all in different places
1: yeah, phuket thailand <laughs>
0: yeah so they really moved along for this movie where were they in the u.s though
1: uh, oh the u.s it was just like chicago and boston it was boring <laughs> oh, okay they why they did go overseas at
2: some point? why were there a bunch of white guys when on when the island raid is happening there's yeah. just like a lot of those gangsters were white
0: guys well that that, that was a question this, i had because there are some
1: random there is white this people. interesting little pocket of caucasian actors who work out of southeast and east asia that pop up in these movies again and again
0: yeah there's a lot of white dancers in the movies
1: usually as bad guys
2: uh absolutely though my favorite of the gangsters was i don't know his name but it was the big guy oh Oh, the beard the beard yes
1: (laughs) (laughs) there's
2: always like kind of like a little bit goofy and at one point like wades into that pool to talk to his
1: boss <laughs> yes just, just like, wades was, in the pool with his suit on yeah with the
2: suit on and I, I was so sad when he got shot it
0: was
1: like no the movie i know needs him. Oh. he gets shot by his boss too oh
2: yeah
0: yeah he's great very sad. he's absolutely lovely uh <laughs> yeah i mean this one thing with the white actors just to very briefly go back to that i noticed a lot of the um a lot of the dancers are white, uh, or at least maybe a third of them-ish.
1: Some of them are. Um, Some of them are, are just very light-skinned Indian people.
0: Okay. And then also, uh, one thing I wanted to talk a little about was, like, Hindi-glish? <laughs> like, the equivalent
1: of Spanglish? Oh, all,
2: yeah, all the random English. Because there's a lot places.
0: of random-ass English in this movie. Um, they, like, hop into English abruptly with, like... For no particular from, reason from
2: sentence to sentence
0: and sometimes from word to word yeah yeah and and a is it something people can understand and b are there subtitles for those indian viewers during those times
2: that's a uh,
1: question
0: that i
2: would not know the answer to um, yeah
1: i would i would assume there are um i mean that's just
2: but how very can it common like from that? its
1: long history as a a British colony is, you know, a lot of people in India speak English.
0: Right. Um, well, Dominic and I watch... it's a second watched.
1: language. Sometimes it's a first language. Um, mm-hmm. In addition to speaking Hindi or Tamil or Telugu or, a, you know, a bunch of other... India has a ton of languages that are spoken right. there. Um, Punjabi, you know, it's a lot. Um, but English is fairly common. So... When, I, I don't um, know why it's a, such a, a fluid blend, though, where it's, you know, word to word.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and when Dominic and I, Dominic Chokoki, we watched, uh, for Silver Screens in Politics, Foss, Gay Ray Obama. I mentioned that last week on the show. Um, highly recommend it. It's awesome. But that one is very similar. Um, there's no musical numbers in the whole film until the credits, actually, um, which is abnormal, to my understanding. But uh, it is very much... Um, a linguistic hodgepodge of like three different languages that just abruptly switch from one to the next. Uh, yeah,
2: yeah, they're, they're just out of nowhere. <laughs> uh, just times where she's like, you know, explaining in Hindi, like I'm not, I'm not very interesting. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not as exciting as you. And then she says in English, "Boring, boring, boring." Right. And exactly. And it, like the first couple times it happened, you know, it happened like when they were in London. So I'm like, oh, okay, they're, you know they're fine they're in an english-speaking country but then it just kept happening everywhere and i it was like at times just surprising um because it that feels like there's no reason for it
1: i don't know it may be that there's no exact equivalent in hindi for boring mm
2: -hmm. and it it could just Um, be that just how things are culturally in india like maybe people just will randomly say a phrase in english
0: i don't know yeah it Don't sounds like know. we really need to tap knows, the, uh, no. <laughs> the maybe one or two tops people we have in that region to uh, send us an email. Yeah. Uh, Movie go around yeah. at, at uh, tiltingwindmillstudios.com. We'd love to hear from you if you have any thoughts on the cultural gaps that we are clearly missing with Bang Bang. Uh, so as we begin the right, wrap down. D- oh, go ahead.
1: Oh, I, d- I just do quickly want to point out that there aren't musical numbers in every Indian film, um, just mostly in Masala movies. You know, I recently saw a biopic uh, called Dangal about uh, these two female Indian wrestlers. Mm-hmm. And there's no musical numbers in that. There's no musical numbers in, you know, some historical dramas. Um, but, you know, for the, the Masala brand of movie where they're trying to make it a, a crowd pleasing, you know, you could call it a popcorn flick it is very normal for them to be multiple musical numbers. And then, in some
2: historical
0: dramas, it is nothing but musical numbers.
2: That's true. That is true. Also awesome.
1: Huh. Yes.
0: Okay. Well, there you go. Uh, as we start to wrap down our discussion of Bang Bang, this is a film David and I had seen for the first time, so I actually, before hopping back over to Nicole, I want to send this over to David and then myself to just talk a little bit about seeing it for the first time. Is it something you'd recommend? Uh for what kind of person that sort of thing
2: I would recommend it for Bollywood film fans probably um I haven't seen enough Bollywood to say if this is a great introduction into Bollywood films it is long it took me two sittings to get through it to be perfectly honest uh, It's there's some times where the length of it really does kind of try my patience and um yeah it it's entertaining at times the times when it's entertaining and going full blast, i like i was greatly entertained but there was also a point where i'm like there's a half hour left come on like what else do we have to do let's just wrap this up here um but it is it is very visual and and there are parts of it that are are extremely entertaining but uh I, yeah, I would maybe watch it with other like, like-minded like friends. I think maybe getting it through it on your own could be a little
0: rough. I, I think I can align with a lot of that. I watched this last night, and I uh, had to do it in one sitting, because I had to be ready for the show, but there were two or three times where I thought the movie was going to end, and then it just kept going. Uh, and it's it's good. I actually quite enjoyed it. I As someone who watches... Literally no Bollywood. In fact, this is my second proper Bollywood film following aforementioned Faske Ray Obama. I think it's a pretty good introduction in the sense that even though it's long, the production quality is quite excellent, um, and the the acting is is fun and over the top. And, and yeah, everybody that,
2: yeah, everybody's buying into it.
0: Oh That's yeah, different. yeah. And like because one of the one of the issues I have sometimes, and I'll openly admit this with foreign cinema is I am so uh, used to the production quality of things coming out of the United States that when I see a lot of foreign cinema, I'm like, oh, this kind of looks like a student film. And that turns me off a little bit. And I try to move away from that, which is actually one of the reasons I brought The Harder They Come to the Table in our first week, uh, because that's certainly <laughs> not pr- a high production quality film. But this is. Like, this looks great. Like, this movie could have come Spend out. a lot of money on it. Yeah, this movie could have come out in the U.S., uh with in in english and probably Uh, would have done just as poorly as night and day
2: night and day right Which movie did come out in
0: english (laughs) i suppose so i so i I mean like this rendition of it um it's fun it's fun it's over the top it's fun it's too long but i will i will give it that because it's um it's a pleasure to watch i think i think it's fun so that's that's where i'm at i had fun nicole you love this movie
1: (laughs) i do it's, it's fun. It's ridiculous. It is delightful in how ridiculous it is sometimes. Um, I own this. I bought it on DVD. So it is available on DVD if you want to blind buy it. But there's also, I did find at least one website um, that has it streaming. But it's a Hulu type site where you will have to sit through the same ad about 85 times. Um, but if you if you think it's worth it, then go for it. There's other ways. Um, cough, cough. I would definitely recommend yeah. it to Bollywood film fans. And I, you know, the reason I chose this one is because I thought it would be a good gateway into Bollywood movies for us, uh, because it's so similar to Hollywood action movies that it's just sort of a half step in that in the Bollywood direction.
0: Definitely, uh, and, and I actually think that we've been probably kinder to it than some critics, because even though it did. Financially well, it's sitting at a 22% on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, with some pretty scorching reviews in here. Uh, But but, uh, but oddly enough, though... uh,
2: I don't think it deserves that. The audience (laughs) reviews were pretty good.
0: Well, here's one thing I want to point out, though. Bad reviews. Hollywood Reporter. Time Out. New York Times. Reuters. Good reviews. The Times of India. The National. Like... So Americans didn't like it that much. <laughs> that's that's really what that's translated to. Uh, so I wouldn't let that dissuade you necessarily. It is over the top and it's fun. Um, albeit perhaps a little bit too long. But uh, that's going to do it for us this week. Next week we are going to come back with a You Did This To Us, which is going to tell you what we are watching right now. Next week's movie is Warcraft for You Did This to Us. It's really a movie that David has been begging us to watch for a really, really long time. So thanks everybody. I'm sure David is looking forward to watching it. Now, back to the program. Yep, that's all pre-recorded because we don't know what we're watching as we are recording this. But that's what we're going to be watching. Go ahead and check it out. We're looking forward to it. Let's go around the table. David, what do you have doing? What do you, what do you, what do you have doing in your life is what I'm asking.
2: (laughs) What do I have doing? Uh, Not much. I mean, the usual stuff. Heck yeah, comics podcast. Heck yeah, comics.com. And the BrokeBot Mountain podcast. And you can find me around the internet under the username Davluz. That is D-A-V-L-U-Z. So Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, those kind of places. Find me there.
1: And Nicole, what are you up to? You can find me curating the Movie Go Round Facebook page at facebook.com slash Podcast. And you can find me on Twitter under at your word whiz. And that's Y-O-U-R-W-O-R-D-W-H-I-Z.
0: Very good. My name is Brett Stewart. Find me on brettdavidstewart.com on Twitter at RiversRubin, And that's the best place to get in touch with me. Uh, Also check out Silver Screens in Politics. That is a fun show as well. We'll see you next week. with You did this to us. I'm sure whatever it is, you probably really did it to us. Okay. We'll see you then.